Hello, everyone, and welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Employment Notebook, where we cover all topics employment-related. Throughout your career experience, you may have some type of career setback, whether it be a layoff, the elimination of your position, or even the realization that your job is leaving you unhappy or unfulfilled. So to learn more about various career setbacks and how you can overcome them by bouncing back, I'm speaking today with Sherry Thomas. Sherry is the founder and president of Career Coaching 360 and a leading career coach. She's also the author of the book, The Bounce Back, Personal Stories of Bouncing Back Faster and Higher from a Layoff, Reorg, or Career Setback, which was named the best career book by the Indie Book Awards. Thank you so much for joining me today, Sherry. Hi, Jenna. Sure. Happy to be here. So before we dive into the topic, could you give me a brief overview of your professional background and your experience working with job seekers? Sure. I'm a leading career coach. I've written a couple books, as you mentioned. One of them is The Bounce Back, which won Best Career Book. And in my own career, I've reinvented myself a few times. I was a disc jockey at a radio station. I worked at a television station. I was in the finance industry with American Express. And I also worked at a Fortune 100 high-tech company for 14 years and was very successful there. And now I teach uh, and coach professionals who want to reinvent and change and advance their own career. And then the topic that we're speaking about today, career setbacks, one of the biggest career setbacks that people can face is a layoff. And here at Local Job Network, it is common for us to receive questions from people who are discouraged after they've been laid off. So for those listeners, what would you say is maybe the first step that someone should take to get back onto their career path after a layoff? First off, my, my heart goes out to them. I, uh, I, I can certainly relate. I've been laid off, and that's, why, that, that's actually why I wrote the book, The Bounce Back, because I was laid off three times earlier in my career. And it was, it was so confusing to me. And, and I interviewed hundreds of professionals who'd had a really tough time in their career. And I asked them, you know, what was, what was the deepest, darkest moment in their career? But what I really cared about was the follow-up question, which is how did you bounce back from that? Mm. And one of the common threads was that when you are laid off, you, you go into a really dark place and the, the emotions are just really negative. Everything from how am I going to pay the bills and the, the, the mortgage and the car payment and all that to what did I do wrong? What should I have done? What, what shouldn't I have done? And you just keep playing these loops in your head, these tapes in your head over and over of conversations that you've had with your manager or conversations you've had with your peers or conversations you've had with your customers and, and thinking, you know, what, what should I have said differently? And, and you're, you're just in a very dark place. And if you go out and try to network when you're in this dark place, people can tell. Or if, you, or if you try to do a job interviewing, people can tell. You know, it's like when you talk to somebody you know and you say, how are you doing? And, and they say, oh, I'm, I'm good. And you can just tell by looking at them, they're not good. They're, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like you're radiating this kind of negative energy. And so the first step in bouncing back, which was a common thread with, with all of us in the book, is that you, you really need to deal with those negative 
emotions. I thought, I thought uh, the first time I thought, oh, I'm, I'm hiding it well. You know, I can just mm-hmm. stuff these feelings under the carpet, so to speak, and nobody will know. But it's not true. It's not true. And I mean, it, it hinders you from getting your next job. So a couple of things that I learned for myself is writing down things that they should have done better. And they could be anyone from your boss, your manager to a client. And just getting out uh, on paper and getting it from your head mm-hmm. <laughs> out of your head onto paper and just, you know, it, it could be anything that, that they should have done better. They should have maybe given you more training or they should have provided some air cover when you were in a, a political quagmire or, or something like that. I, I know that it, it took me probably 10 minutes to write down 20 things I thought that my manager <laughs> should have done better. And then I turned the mirror to myself and I thought, um, what should I have done better? Or what could I have done better? And mm-hmm. those are the lessons. Those are the, those are the blessings that you can learn. And I think that our jobs teach us so much and that you get things out of your job, Jenna, and, and they're different than what I get and need to get. When I started writing down, you know, what should I have done better? Could I have done better? They were really rich lessons and things like I should have uh, aligned expectations with my manager. Hmm. At that time, I thought, well, my manager's my manager. And, and in my one-on-ones, I should let her you know, run the meeting. But she wasn't that good at it. I, sh- I should have stepped up and, and really aligned expectations and really strive to exceed those expectations. So just things like that, lesson, lessons like that. But I think it is so important that you come out of this very negative uh, situation, which mm-hmm. is completely normal to be negative, but you do have to get those feelings out and you really need to, to learn from them so that you can move on in a much more positive fashion. And I think you've given us a lot of helpful tips for people, some practical steps that they can take after the layoff in order to get those emotions out and to start thinking positively again. One thing in particular for layoffs is that people who have been with one company for many years, sometimes layoffs can be particularly difficult for these people. And we do hear about this from some of our job seekers as well, people who have been with one company for 20 plus years, and they're pretty much lost as far as starting a new job search. What would you offer to those people in terms of how they can market themselves? I never had a problem with that when I was in a company for a long time. And my my clients haven't had any kind of an issue with that. And I think it's because really the hiring manager is looking for a couple of things. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they're looking for is that you have to be passionate about the job, about the job role you're going for. So I encourage my clients when when we do interview coaching to say things like, you know, I was with my, you know, the previous company for 10 years or, or, or 15 years or 20 years, whatever it is. And one of the reasons is because I really love my job as sales manager or whatever it was. You know, I, I love being a sales manager. I love nurturing people, helping them be the best they can be. I mean, it, it's, it's such a challenging work, but it's fun. It's, I, I thrive in that. So you want to show that you have some real passion for that particular job that you're going for. And the other thing they look at is they want someone who's passionate about that company, that new company mm-hmm. that you're going into. So it doesn't matter if you've been with your current company 20 years, you need to show passion for the company that you're going into. So you need to say things like, you know, I've been researching about you or I've been reading about you and I see that you have acquired such and such company or I see that you're launching such and such new product and uh, or you're going after this market and that just seems like a really cool challenge from from my standpoint. How is that going for you? You know, you want to you want to show that you're interested in that company and that you know what's going on and you've been a big fan of them for a long time. So 
it's not so much that you've been inside a company for, for 15 years or 20 years that is holding you back from getting a job. I think it's setting yourself apart from the other job candidates that you need to focus on. And speaking of setting yourself apart, some of our listeners may be new to the idea of personal branding, which I know you've mentioned in your books. How would you define personal branding and why is it important to those, especially who have just experienced a career setback? You know, one of the exercises that I do, and it's it's out of my first book called Career Smart, is when I do a workshop, I say, I invite everybody to take out a, a, a pen and piece of paper and write down the name of someone who you really respect and admire, who really want to work with in some way. You want to report to them or you want to work inside their company or you want to collaborate with them on a special project. Think of somebody that you really respect and admire. And then I say, I want you to pick three words that you would use to describe that person. Okay. And, and I do the exercise. I always do the exercise too. So for an example, uh, one of the people that I always think of is the, the three words I would use to describe her are uh, scary, smart, incredibly influential, and very personable. And I just, I, I like her. I have a lot of respect for her. So then I say, okay, now let's flip the coin. And I want you to think of somebody that you don't want to work with in, in any capacity. You just, you know, it, it puts a knot in your stomach. It, it puts a lump in your throat. You just, you don't want to have any meetings. You don't want to have this person as a client or a colleague or anything. Write down the name of that person and then use three words to describe that person. And I ask people to share and those, those words are, you know, pretty negative things from, you know, micromanager to lazy to mm-hmm. untrustworthy, things like that. Well, that's personal branding. That right there is personal branding. As human beings, we make judgments. We have perceptions about other people. And it's not good or bad or, or right or wrong. It's just human nature that we do this. And so the question is, what do people think of then when they think of you? Hmm. What do they think of? What are the words? Do they think of scary, smart, influential, personable, or do they think untrustworthy? And so I actually had that question pop into my head. What do people think of when they think of me? When I had been laid off, the third time I had been laid off. Hmm. And I I didn't like that. I thought, wow, where did that question come from? I I didn't like it at all. And I just tried to dismiss it out of my head. And, And every time I tried to dismiss it, it just kept coming back louder and stronger until after about three days, it, that one question was consuming me. I finally thought, what's my problem? Why don't I want to answer the question? I thought, well, obviously people didn't think very much of me or I'd still have my job. And then I thought, okay. And, but then the, the flip side of that question came into my head, which is what I really like, which is what do you want people to think of when they think of you? Hmm. And I liked that question because then I could start shaping perceptions. And so I really started thinking about what do I want to be known for? And as I started thinking about that, and and I think at that time I wanted to be known for communications, marketing strategy, and probably leading highly visible projects. I probably landed on something like that. As I started really thinking about and writing down what I wanted to be known for, I realized that in my last job that I'd just been laid off from, I really was flying under the radar. I really wasn't stepping up and sharing ideas and talking about how to, different ways to solve problems. And I really wasn't flexing my professional muscles. I really was flying underneath the radar because I 
felt like everybody at the company was smarter than I was. I just, I just, that's kind of where I was. So I'm a big believer on knowing, defining your personal brand and then looking for ways to role model it and, and model those behaviors. And that's what, that, that's what personal branding is about. So as someone, say they've been laid off and they're working on defining their personal brand and working on getting their thoughts back to positive thinking as they go into the job search, one concern that they might have is that the gap on their resume may appear that, you know, that they were fired or maybe that they they just weren't employed for a while and that's going to reflect negatively on them. So what advice would you offer for people who are maybe worried about that gap in employment and should they bring it up in an interview and explain it at all? I would put it on the resume if it's if it's been for like a year or longer. And I, I would recommend that if they've done any kind of either volunteer work or freelance, you know, you could put freelancer, you could put consultant. You want to show that you were, you, you could even put professional development if you went and got a degree or you went and got a certification. You want to show that you were still active and you were, you know, moving and grooving and, <laughs> and hopefully you had some connections with some corporations and maybe you were doing some short-term projects or some temporary project work or something like that. But that, that would be my first recommendation is to say something like freelance or consultant or professional development, something like that. I don't think you need to bring it up in in an actual job interview because it's actually quite common. A lot of people have, you know, one-year gaps in their resume. So I, I don't think it's anything to be embarrassed about. I think that before your interview or before networking opportunities, I think you need to practice saying out loud and just saying, being very comfortable and being very confident with, yeah, I was in a job. I loved it. I was able to do some really great work and, and maybe talk about some of the successes you have. And then I took a year and I decided I really wanted to focus more on becoming a manager or leave the retail industry and, and go into manufacturing. And so then I really started doing some studying and, and started doing some, sh- some short-term projects to get my feet wet and a uh, little experience under my belt in those areas. You want to practice saying that so that you sound confident, and calm, and sure of yourself. And the more confident you are, the more hiring managers are going to see that. And they're going to be drawn to you. It's, it's unfortunate, but a lot of times when we get laid off, and I know I was like this the first, second time I was laid off, you're kind of embarrassed. You're, mm-hmm. And you don't need to be, but you just are. You're embarrassed. You're ashamed. And, and, and again, it's too bad because we don't need to be. We, we don't need to be. But I think talking through that and kind of preparing yourself for, for those kinds of questions is a good thing. I just don't think that you need to volunteer or be the, the one who brings to it up. bring it up. Okay. And we're actually running a little short on time, but I wanted to give you the floor at the end here to talk specifically about uh, your book, the, the Bounce Back, which gives examples of people who had setbacks in their career and how they responded and bounced back. Would you be able to give us maybe a story from your book? Of course, you don't want to give it all away, but maybe a story from your book of a challenge that someone faced in their career and how they responded to it? Sure. I interviewed probably probably a hundred different professionals on what was your deepest, darkest moment in your career, but most importantly, how did you bounce back from it? And I included about 14 stories in the book. And it's everything from how did you bounce back after a layoff? And some people were laid off multiple times, myself included. Some people talked about having a clash with a manager. 
there was one particular woman who really liked her job. She'd been in a company for, I think it was 10 years. And she really enjoyed her work and, and her colleagues. And, and then her manager left the department, went to another part of the company, and, uh, and a, a different manager came in. And there was just a clash, a, a big difference in the way that the manager, the two managers, their style. And she just really struggled with, she was at home, she was married and she had five kids. And so she needed, you know, kind of a stable work environment because her, her home life, <laughs> you know, <laughs> juggling five kids. And she just really, really struggled with, should she leave? Should she leave the department and, you know, all the angst that she went through? And, and it was just a beautiful story about how she made the decision. And she did finally make the decision of, yes, she's not, she's, life is too short to work for someone who doesn't value and appreciate you. So she is going to move on. And she, she did move on. She went into a, a new place in the company, very successful. Actually, I just had lunch with her. She's still there. She's doing very successful. But uh, I loved what she wrote. And she wrote that the hardest part was making the decision whether or not to leave. And once she made the decision, yes, she's going to leave, everything else was so much easier. Hmm. But I just wanted to put something positive out there, you know, positive stories of people who've had dark, deep moments, but more importantly, how did they bounce back and really give the blueprint so that, so that other people who are in the same situation can bounce back from a setback. And with that final example, we will conclude the show. You've been listening to our guest, Sherry Thomas, talk about ways to bounce back after a career setback. Once again, her book is The Bounce Back, Personal Stories of Bouncing Back Faster and Higher from a Layoff, Reorg, or Career Setback. You can find out more about her book by visiting mybounceback.com. Thank you again for sharing your insight with us today, Sherry. Thank you, Jenna. It was a real pleasure to be here. And of course, we love to hear from you, the listener, as well. Send us your thoughts or suggestions to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Or you can find us on Twitter under at the LJN. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm Jenna Konar, and good luck with your employment endeavors. Mm-hmm.